Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Australians lost over $205 million to scams between 1st of January and the 1st of May this year. This is a 166% increase compared to the same period last year, according to new data from Scamwatch. The second episode in the podcast series, Spotting a Scam, is about investment scams. I am your host, Ella Gavildes. The true losses to scams are likely to be much higher, as research shows that only around 13% of people report their losses to Scamwatch. Most of the losses over this period have been to investment scams, with $158 million lost, an increase of 314% compared to the same period last year. Have you ever received an unsolicited call or text about an investment? Chances are it's a scam. Today we are joined by Detective Superintendent Jane Welsh of Victoria Police's Cybercrime Division. Welcome Jane. So how do investment scams work? So investment scams is an umbrella term uh, and underneath that sit many, many different types of uh, scamming methodologies uh, that lure people in to think that if you invest this little bit of money, a bit of magic in between and then you'll end up with a lot of money at the end. Sounds pretty good. You invest some money, everyone wants to invest things, right? Invest in your future. It always offers a bit more than investing in your future. It's about investing in something that will change your life dramatically by way of this flood of money to you. The scammers have a really good understanding of what makes us human and what makes us vulnerable. Uh, and things that will attract our attention. So the psychology behind it is quite sophisticated, and that's why they are able to be so successful. Who is targeted by investment scams? Are older Australians more at risk, or is this no longer the case? I don't think it ever was the case. Mm. We are all vulnerable, depending on what the scam is, depending on what the lure is, what's the promise. It's about what the promise is. A successful promise in a scam 
will look very different for an 18-year-old than it will for someone who's 70. Uh, they are designed to hit particular age groups, but there is no age group that's exempt. Do you think that COVID has had an impact on the prevalence of investment scams? I think insofar as we were all more frequently online, it had an impact. So we were spending more time and were more exposed to online investment scams, for example. Why are investment scams on the rise currently? Because they're successful and they're a very big money maker. It's not about um, approaching one potential victim at a time. One entity or one bad actor can instantaneously send out uh, thousands of emails or thousands of uh, text messages asking people to click on links. They can set up websites where they can get lots and lots of people very quickly. So it's, it's about volume. Um, uh, which makes them very successful. So it's not necessarily targeted, it's a scattergun approach? It can be, yes. Yep. Wow. So what are the most common investment scams you're seeing today? We've seen scams in relation to investing in bonds. That, that peaked some months ago and we saw a lot of that. And we find that the criminals are, are really sensitive to law enforcement activity and banking activities. So we sort of see it happening in a bit of a wave. So they'll be very, very successful. Everyone becomes very aware. That's law enforcement and banking and other institutions. There's a lot of disruptive activity, which makes their criminal offending more difficult. The community does a bit of target hardening. So they just pivot and come up with a different type of investment scam. So what are some commonalities you're seeing between investment scams or scams broadly? What is something that is like a true guiding North constant? We see a lot of cryptocurrency in scams. Uh, lots of scams involve the promise of earning a lot of money through investment in cryptocurrency. A lot of them are Ponzi schemes uh, and they are very successful. They guide people through the movement of cryptocurrency. They guide people through moving their money out of their own bank accounts into crypto accounts. And it has proven to be difficult for law enforcement to be able to deal with that because cryptocurrency is such a tricky thing to deal with. Being a, a digital currency, we call them things like coins, it's very misleading. Uh, it, it exists on uh, a blockchain, uh, which for most of us, that's a very new concept that's not well understood, which is probably another indicator for us all to think about when we're thinking about um, investing at any time really, is understanding what you're investing in and what you're investing with. I always recommend to people, if you are thinking about investing in cryptocurrency, it's not a don't ever do it, it's just you really need to roll your sleeves up to your shoulders to understand what is cryptocurrency, what are blockchains, what are the risks that I'm exposing myself to here, what is my upper limit of investment? And what do I need to do to make sure that what I'm doing here is not a scam? And sometimes that can be quite a lot of work because the scams in relation to crypto are quite sophisticated. So there is quite a little bit of work that you need to do to make sure that what you're engaging in is not actually a trick. Absolutely. And it sounds very, very complex. You can't exactly contact a cryptocurrency coin holder and ask them about technical support or anything else or ask them if they're not a scam. The opportunity just doesn't exist. And as you said... It's just not regulated. No, well, Bitcoin has no head office. This year's Scam Awareness Week is focused on how to spot a scam. So what are the most common things listeners can look out for to spot an investment scam? 
The first one is, if it sounds too good to be true, it is probably too good to be true. I know we say that a lot, but it's really a bit of a mantra for guarding against scams because some of them uh, promise amazing rewards. The other is to be very, very wary of being cold called. That is somebody who calls you out of the blue, offering you uh, wonderful things. And there are many different sorts of those, uh, from investing in computer companies, investing in solar energy systems. Um, Quite often those are scams. And if you are wanting something that they are selling you, my advice would be to hang up and go to the internet and do a bit of research about what has been said to you over the phone. Uh, If there are strange methods of payment are being suggested to you, so if somebody's asking you to change your, your cash into cryptocurrency of some description to make a payment, that would be very suspicious. And another very popular and very successful method of payment that the scammers are asking people to do is to go and buy gift cards. Right. Um, So attending at Coles and buying $2,000 worth of gift cards and then they will ask you to photograph the numbers on the back of those gift cards. And there is one other thing I wanted to mention is when you are asked to download applications that will assist you with the purchase or to invest, uh, I would never recommend... Um, downloading applications if somebody has rung you and asked you to do that as part of an investment scheme. How important is it to ask questions and request information about about investment opportunities? Well, I, I can't think of anything more important actually in relation to keeping yourself safe. And it, it's about being an active participant. Uh, and to be an active participant means that we need to ask questions and not not be suspicious and and full of doubt but to be to be curious and 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 to be skeptical i think is a much better way of looking at it we are actually in control we are in control of whether we pick the phone up or not we're in control of the answers that we give we are in control of the questions that we ask so we actually do still have the control and it's about understanding when is the time to exercise that and when is, t- is the time to act on the curiosity to make sure that we're as safe as we can be. Always remember to research any opportunity that sounds too good to be true. Be wary of anyone that claims that you can make easy, fast or guaranteed money. Seek professional advice from a registered financial advisor and check that they are registered on the ASIC website. Do your research before making any decisions and check Money Smart and Scamwatch for information on investment scams. If you think you have provided your account details or have sent money to a scammer, contact your bank or financial institution immediately. Change your passwords to secure your accounts. We encourage you to report scams to report cyber. And make sure to get support if you need it. Lifeline is available at 13 11 14. In addition, there are two more episodes in the Spotting a Scam podcast series on identity theft, remote access scams, hacking and password hygiene. For more information, head over to the Crime Stoppers website, crimestoppersvic.com.au.